Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, today I'm going to talk about a little bit of a heavy topic uh, and uh, a little bit of a trigger warning, if you will. Uh, In our area in the state of Michigan, uh, recently we had um, a school shooting that occurred. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. Um, That has become kind of a reality in our um, system, I guess, here in the United States. So for those of you who are outside of the United States, I'm sure you're well aware of that as well. I'm not going to go over any of the details. I'm just going to say that was uh, something that happened this week, and it has uh, gotten everybody a little riled up. Um, So I want to talk about being before action. So What I found this week, I've remained very silent on the whole affair because number one, um, you know, especially when it first started coming out, everybody starts talking about it. They start throwing out their own facts and figures and like, this is what's going on. This is what's going on, which, you know, 80% of that is not true. Um, I've remained very quiet for a lot of different reasons. Number one, I'm doing my own internal work. Like, hey, wait a minute. There's a lot of kind of crap happening around uh, all of this. And so how can I take care of myself first? I've also been watching uh, what people are saying and doing in in person, in my own community, also on social media. Um, Most people are acting out of response or reactive response, I should say, kind of the knee jerk response, whatever's inside them. Uh, So you've got everything ranging from, you know, people railing on, you know, the kid that actually did it to people who are saying, hey, we don't know all the details to others who are saying, hey, you know, we need to do something about this. And still others, you know, are, are just in that place of grief. And so I've really been thinking about this this week, and I I wasn't going to do a podcast until I really have felt like uh, I had had things simmer a little bit. And, you know, really asking from my perspective, my point of view, what is the best thing that I can do or say that might help uh, this situation? And I think the one thing that kept coming back to me was this idea of sleepwalking, you know, not being awake, aware, alert, and ready. Um, And you know, I I think the situation, uh, everything that kind of came to a head, um, there was a lot of sleepwalking going, right? There's a lot of, uh, you can blame all kinds of, you know, the school, society, parents, whatever you want to blame, right? But the end result is there was sleepwalking going. There wasn't a lot of people who were awake and aware and alert to what was happening. And we're having that right now. So as uh, people are kind of trying to process all of this, they're not coming awake to themselves. They're still in that state of sleepwalking. And now they're trying to go out and they're trying to take action on something. And they're probably going to do more damage than good. Okay, so here's the question of the day. Do you swing into action to get rid of your negative feelings? Or do you sit with them process them, and then ask, what now? Okay, this is a pattern that I think we all need to address. I know I have been addressing this this week. So I'm asking that others do the same. Okay, so what is your your motive? Okay, are you looking at how can I spread love, joy, peace and oneness? Or are you saying, let me get out there and act and do something so that I can get rid of my own negative feelings. 
So you might feel things like guilt. You know, maybe maybe you're a parent and you're like, oh, I'm, I feel guilty because I'm not spending enough time with my kids, right? Maybe you have anger. Uh, I, I have a lot of education friends. And let me tell you, there's a lot of anger, right? Even just the idea of I'm a teacher. I'm just trying to teach kids. Why do I have to think about this, right? Or maybe you have hate, hate for, you know, the perpetrator of violence or the situation that, that got that, that kid into um, doing this act. Or maybe you just have a, an ins, uh, insane sense of injustice. Now, I'm not saying any of these feelings are bad or wrong, but when we feel the feeling and allow that to fuel our action, we can do more damage, we want to really approach our being before we act, okay? Otherwise, your words and your actions are going to do more damage. See, what happens is the sleeping people, right? These sleepwalkers, as I'm calling them, sleeping people in action literally just substitute one cruelty for another, uh, Meister Eckhart, who is one of my uh, book mentors, who is long dead gone, he's in my my old dead guys book club, uh, many centuries ago, he said that uh, it is not by what you do, but by what you are, that you will be judged. So he's talking about, hey, be careful, don't just have a knee jerk reaction and go out and, you know, uh, create something or do something or say something, really check into who are you right now, right? What is the motive of your heart? So confronting your feelings really helps you to kind of awaken, right? And, and processing them helps you to know, do, should I take action or not? Because sometimes it's, you're not supposed to take action or the action that you thought you should take. Sometimes when you sit and you process those emotions, you realize, oh yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea, right? Sometimes you're called to just work on you and change yourself. And let me tell you that, you know, change your thinking, change your life, right? But change you and the world around you changes, Maybe you are being called to act. Maybe that is something that is, you know, uh, in your wheelhouse and you're like, oh, how, how, what can I do? Right. But in order to act intelligently, you need to sit with your feelings and process them first. Right. So the brain on, you know, stress and cra craziness and chaos cannot be creative and it cannot solve problems. It is just being reactive. So if you really, really want to help the world and you want to do something in the face of, of tragedies like this, you've got to bring your brain back into a state of balance and regulation, process your emotions, and then ask, what can I do? Okay. We all want to change the world. Very few people want to change themselves. Okay, but you have to wake up in order to know what to do or not to do. Okay, now here's the thing. You see things in the world as you are. You know, we, we tend to think, especially those of lower awareness. Oh, no, I'm, I'm so, for example, I'm looking outside right now. Um, there's trees out there in my backyard, right? I can look at it from an objective scientific point of view and tell you my observations, but really how I see that backyard is dependent on my experience and my perspective, 
right? So my experience, this is my backyard. So I'm going to see it differently than you are. My perspective, I'm sitting here in my chair, but if I go outside, my perspective on my, my backyard is going to change. So yes, the, the backyard is what it is, right? But I experience it and see it as I am. Okay. So this is, this is what happens when we go through these tragedies and experiences in life. You can look at it as, as the tragedy that it is, or you can do what Mr. Rogers always talked about. He said, uh, whenever there was something that was a tragedy, his mother would always tell him, look for the helpers. Uh, whenever there's something bad that is happening, there's always helpers. And he said that helped him so much that that you know, really inspired some of his, his show to, to show kids, these are all the helpers that help us, right? So you get to decide, are you going to focus on the tragedy? Or are you going to focus on the helpers? You get to decide, am I going to focus on the darkness of the situation or the light that can come from it? Now, I'm a parent. I have three living children. We've lost five children. The loss and grief of a child is like none other. Part of what I have uh, uh, maybe experienced, I guess I could say that was a good word this week, is realizing how many of those parents feel that way. And it is a club that nobody wants to be invited into. And, you know, I, I see posts all the time from people, oh, I can't even imagine. Oh, I can't even imagine. And I totally get that because you have not lost a child. I understand that. And those of us who have, it's a very different kind of grief. But I, I know this from my own perspective, my own experience that you can focus on the physical life. You can also, there will come a time when these parents, they will realize that there is life beyond this physical life. And when you have that perspective, man, it makes all the difference. But we get to choose what are we going to focus on, right? Are, are you going to choose to fight injustice or to offer peace? Are you going to choose to, you know, here's the thing, uh, I'm, uh, because it was a school shooting, are you going to choose to focus on, oh, it must be about gun control, Right. Or are you going to choose to focus on how can we bring more joy and kindness to this world? Are you going to choose to, you know, focus on uh, mandating new rules and regulations, uh, you know, within, because apparently, you know, within the education system, we now need more lockdowns, right? Are you going to uh, mandate that? Or are you going to invite people to the table to say, let's really sit down and figure out what the heck is going on here, Right. So I'm just saying that perhaps the thing that scares you the most is the very thing that's been designed to get your attention to wake up and make the needed changes inside yourself that's going to influence the world around you more. So instead of looking at some problem or injustice, and it's, you know, I'm using the example of this, this school shooting, but it can be anything, right? Um, instead of looking at that and railing on it, maybe look at that and say, okay, I'm noticing this. This is important to me. Let me wake up to this a little bit. Okay, why is this here? What's the message for me? And what can I do about something? Rather than saying this is, you know, excuse my language, but this is shit. We shouldn't have this, right? Which I'm hearing all over the place. I agree, but you're not approaching the solution. 
And when you come with that attitude, you're just going to get more of the problem. We have to wake up first and then act. So, you know, there's a, um, a Bible saying in it, uh, Romans 8, 28, I believe is, it says all things work together for good for them that love the Lord. Okay. I'm not here to, you know, spite, I'm not going to preach to you, but there is that philosophy. All things work together for good. Now there's a universal, uh, principle out there that basically says that everything that happens is for our good. And yes, even this, you might look at this and say, how can there, uh, how can there be any good in this? Well, I can guarantee you several things uh, that are happening right now. Number one, uh, people in that community and surrounding communities are having difficult conversations. Parents are probably holding on to their kids more than they ever have before. They're probably checking on their kids more than they ever have before. Mental health services are going to be more accepted. Um, you know, the the um, helpers who came to the situation are going to be lauded and praised as they should, right? We're going to look at the education system and say, hmm, what else can we do, right? There's going to be great conversations that come out of this and things that are going to be implemented and changed, hopefully for the better, so that we acknowledge people and what they're going through, Right? So I can guarantee you all of that is happening. Now, it comes at a very high price. And I never, ever want to make light of that. However, I'm just wanting you to see it's not all bad. So there's several things that you can do in the light of any sort of tragedy First of all, notice and acknowledge the feelings that you have. Um, this, this is the problem when people don't sit and say, wow, I, I not only feel anger, but I have grief, right? Grief compounds. Um, so when something like this happens, you, that, that feeling of grief, if you haven't taken care of that in other situations in your lifetime, it's going to come to a head. It's like putting a highlighter on that. Okay, so what are you feeling? And it's okay to feel a whole bunch of things all at the same time. And as you're feeling those, realize that none of them are real, okay? In our brain, it gets a little tricky sometimes. Uh, you know, we've got this little monster running through our heads and trying to tell us that these things that we feel that are often very heavy and very intense, that they're real, right? It, it's um, uh, our body's way of saying, it's kind of like, you know, if you're running through the woods and a bear is chasing you, you know, you, you get into that stress response because, let's face it, you should... You want to survive the bear, right? But our brain interprets these feelings from a tragedy like this the same way it would from a bear. Okay, your brain doesn't know the difference between something real and imagined. This is why it's really important for us to sit in a state of peace, at least with our body, so that we can process those emotions, so that we can help our brain understand, I'm okay, I'm safe. I'm not the one being shot at right now. My kids are safe. My kids are alive, right? We've got to go through that processing. And then, you know, allow yourself to experience those feelings and ask, what is the message here for me? Because there will be a message. Anytime there's strong feelings, there's going to be a message for you. Some of you, it's going to be grief and you realize it's not grief over this situation, but you've got unprocessed grief that you need to work on.
Some of you, you're going to realize, oh my gosh, I had, you know, a bullying situation when I was in high school, or maybe I was a bully. Like, how did I, you know, contribute to this, right? And so you got to go through that. Some of you are going to have a lot of anger. Uh, A lot of my teacher friends are having frustration and overwhelm uh, on top of everything that they've already been dealing with, especially during COVID, right? So what is the message behind this for you? Because there's there's an offering, an invitation here for you. One of the things I would caution you against is is um, really building your identity around these feelings. I've noticed that on social media that some people, you know, they're they're really um, they're very angry, and they're taking it on as like a part of themselves, uh, whether they're they're in the actual community or not. I would really refrain uh, or suggest refraining from that, just because these feelings are not you; they're feelings. They have a great and important message for you, but they're not you. And then, you know, transmute them, transform them, um, really looking at how can I take these really deep, heavy feelings and transform it into peace or willingness or an openness, right? Um, again, coming back to that place of regulation, what do you need right now to regulate? So coming back to that place of kind of peace and, and harmony in your body, mind and soul. Uh, some of you, you're going to have to do some deep internal, internal work. Some of you, you're going to have to take a nap. <laughs> some of you, you're going to have to do some meditation. What do you need to do to regulate again and come to that place of peace and release? Then, And only then, once you have done all of that, then ask yourself, is there anything I can do? This tragedy has struck our community. Now that I am in a place of regulation, is there anything I can do? And sometimes the answer is going to be no. Sometimes the answer is going to be, you can't do anything for your community, but maybe make a really good, um, you know, home-cooked meal for your kids tonight. Or maybe it is go and try to find a way to serve in your community better. Okay. But please don't make any decisions about actions until you come to a place of regulation. Because sleeping people in action substitute one cruelty for another. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.